Welcome in, everybody, on Crossover Radio Sports. Sports talk with a purpose. That's right. You're listening to the champion of shows, even though your champion has not been very champion-like. Just very much like the Clemson Tigers. But don't worry. We've worked out all the kinks. We've worked out all the issues. The champion of shows is back. And it's going to be back and better. That's right, you're listening to the Major League Podcast. Oh, it's good to be back, guys. I'm sorry about all that delay. I, I, I really am. It, it, it was unintentional. It wasn't because of you guys. It wasn't because of anything um, you did. It's not because I left Crossover Radio. It's I just got a little burnt out, you know. It's You get to doing so many things that you kind of lose focus on things, and so I just had to refocus. I had to get myself back in my... And, and get a little bit new format uh, for the show instead of just talking about everyday sports every day. Each day has its own subject. Uh, so I can't wait to do this new uh, format here with you guys. I can't wait to start going over nothing but sports here with you guys here on Crossover Radio Sports on the Major League Podcast. It's a new format. I think you guys are going to love it. Um, I know I certainly do. So y'all enjoy it um and again i'm gonna talk all sports um so as we transition from baseball to the end of baseball i'm actually gonna start talking more hockey i'm gonna be keeping up with that a lot um as we're transitioning away from america uh, from america's pastime to canada's pastime um, might even throw in some lacrosse things um today is also leaf soccer day let me look at the schedule give me Yes, so today is also soccer day. So it is baseball and soccer for all of your segments here today. So without further ado, we're going to talk in some playoff baseball. team a wild card team does come out of that division as it is the washington nationals um, as we head over to the west it is the los angeles dodgers with the best record in the national league with 106 uh, no wild card teams out of the west arizona could not quite catch up to milwaukee as they're the second wild card team and they'll be playing washington tonight at seven o'clock on tbs and your central champion is the st louis cardinals everything is right in the world ladies and gentlemen as the St. Louis Cardinals are the champions of baseball, um, at least in this National League. Um, as we go over to the American League and we start with the East, it is going to be the New York Yankees with 103 wins as your division champions of the American League East. And there is a wild card team that will be playing on the road, and that is going to 
be the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, heading to the Central, it is the Minnesota Twins with 101 wins as they just beat baseballs out of parks as they did it better than the Yankees this year. Um, in the American League West as well, it is the best team in baseball record-wise. With 107 wins, it is the Houston Astros, and they do have one of their uh, fellow division mates following them to the playoffs as they are hosting the wild card game, and that is the Oakland Athletics. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is your playoffs. Um, your wild card games are uh, the Milwaukee Brewers at Washington Nationals, and on the American League side, it is the Tampa Bay Rays going to Oakland to play the Athletics. So, guys, it's going to be fun baseball there. Um, can't wait to watch it. And well, if you're not watching baseball at this point, shame on you. Baseball has never been better than what it's going to be right now. So, guys, pay attention to baseball as we're heading over to the statistical leaders for the year and the batting average leader and the batting average winner is going to be Tim Anderson from the Chicago White Sox with a 335 batting average so he leads the American League and all of baseball your National League co-leaders is Christian Yelich and I don't remember either, uh, Kettle Marte uh, from the from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, they both have a 329 batting average. So there's your National League and American League side. As we head over to home runs, it is Pete Alonzo who just absolutely dominated baseballs out of parts with 53 home runs this year. Only person with 50 home runs on the year. Uh, Pete Alonzo also set the rookie home run record uh, that uh, Aaron Judge set not too long ago. Um, your Top American League home run hitter is uh, Jorge, or he, it's spelled like George, but it is called Jorge Solar from the uh, Cleveland, or from Cleveland, from the Kansas City Royals, uh, who hit 48 home runs this year. Mike Trout, uh, who's going to be the American League MVP, uh, hit 45 on the year. As we head over to the RBIs, I can already tell you that it is Anthony Rendon as you were number one RBI getter out of the National League and your number one Major League Baseball guy in that. Um, Jose Abreu is number two and the number one American League guy with 123 RBIs. Just had a fantastic year. That guy has great, great things in his future. As we head over to pitching stats, we're going to start with wins and your number one win getter with 21 wins on the year is Justin Verlander. Um, number two is Garrett Cole. Uh, they are running mates in the same team. They're going to be very, very hard to get. And also on that pitching staff is Zach Grinke, who had 18 wins between Houston and Arizona this year. So it is going to be fantastic to watch that team just strike everybody out that they can possibly get. Hey, and speaking of strikeouts, your strikeout leader was Garrett Cole with uh, 326 strikeouts. Houston also had the number two guy in Justin Brulander, who hit right on the dot, 300 home runs. That is still, what is it? That's 41 strikeouts higher than the next closest. That's that, that's the number two guy. Uh, 41 strikeouts away from reaching number two. That's how good these guys were this year, guys. It, it's going to be hard, hard, hard to beat um, Houston this year. And if I remember looking at this right, we should have another person in here. That's right, Zach Grinke said 28. Um, he's not really a strikeout pitcher, but listen, 
point to where that uh, doesn't really matter right now. So as we head over to earned run average, your leader was from the Los Angeles Dodgers. It is Ryu with a three, or sorry, a 232 ERA. Your number one American League guy was Garrett Cole with a 250. And, you know, looking over these stats and looking over how productive he was this year, it's going to be really hard to convince me he's not the Cy Young winner for the American League. Uh, you got a little bit more of a discussion on the uh, National League side, and I think it might go to Jacob DeGrom again. He was a really good pitcher on a really bad team. I'd love to see him on, like, St. Louis. <laughs> and then your number one saves guy, and, and this is just going to be for the uh, people that actually, actually care about relievers coming out of the pen. Your number one saves guy was Kirby Yates from the San Diego Padres, 41 saves on the year. And then the number two guy was Roberto Azuna from the Houston Astros uh, with 38 saves on the year. And he is also your number one American League guy. So there you have it. Those are your statistical leaders this year. If I had a vote um, for any of these awards, any of the major awards in baseball, um, I really want to tell you, be able to tell you who Rookie of the Year is. I want to be able to tell you any of that, but what I can tell you is who your MVP is, and that's going to be Mike Trout, and if I had a vote, I would give it to Christian Yelich. Both those guys were awesome this year. They were by far the best uh, producers for their teams. Um, They just, without those two guys, I think those teams fall flat on their face. Um, More so with the Angels, because they really have nothing around um, Mike Trout. Um, So hopefully he can get traded to a team that will be able to use him in a playoff run and be able to uh, get the best player in baseball right now to a playoff series that they can potentially win and maybe even win a World Series as well, too. So, guys, um, that's your final baseball stats. Um, I didn't tell you who my National League guy, or I did. I said Christian Yelich. Um, my Cy Young winners would probably be Jacob DeGrom and Garrett Cole, um, the National League and American League side with young uh, winners. So, guys, this has been uh, Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with Purpose. Hey, I know you're listening in on some of our awesome uh, podcast locations. If you're listening in there, hey, I appreciate listening in. But I'm not really going to see you as a listener on, on, on for Crossover Radio because I don't, the, the, those stats don't really help me. I mean, they help me if you want to go back and listen and say, hey, he said something really stupid right there. Listen, if you're listening to my show, you're probably going to hear really stupid stuff all the time, especially when it uh, comes to college football, and especially next week, um, as next week is OU Texas week. I'm probably just going to be doing Texas Hate Monday, Texas Hate Tuesday, Texas Hate Wednesday, Texas Hate Thursday, Texas Hate Friday. I'll even do a morning show for Saturday that is specific to you guys on podcast. That is Texas Hate Morning, Monday morning, Texas Hate Sunday. (laughs) Saturday, sorry. Um, so, guys, this has been Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with a Purpose. Go download that Crossover Radio Sports app. Go listen to all the great shows. We just had a, uh, we just added a new show. It is uh, Inside the Coach's Box with Zach Meineke. Uh, I do shows, uh, I do football with him on, uh, on Friday nights as we uh, help call the PCO Pirates football games. And we do the post game, the halftime show, and the pregame as well for your PCO Pirates. So guys, definitely listen in then. Uh, listen in to all of our great, great, great topics of sports that we have here. We cover every major sport. Um, I'm trying to get soccer included, and that's actually going to be two segments from now. So guys, definitely give us a listen in. 
have a great uh, rest of you. Have a great break. Um, obviously, I'm looking over to the end of the show here, and I, I apologize for that. But, guys, thanks for listening in. Uh, this has been the Major League Podcast. Go download that Crossover Radio Sports app or the Crossover Radio app. Or both. I mean, might as well just do both since you're downloading one of them. So, guys, this has been the Major League Podcast. I'll see you on the other side. Crossover Radio, welcome in to the champion of shows. That's right, we're continuing our baseball talk here. Last segment, we talked about stats, your final stats, your final division leaders, who made the playoffs, who didn't make the playoffs. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, guys, as uh, we continue our second segment, uh, two of two of baseball talk moving forward. So as promised, we are going to talk about... um, the wild card games that we have here. Sorry, I was looking ahead to the schedule a little bit, looking ahead and seeing what it actually looks like for each individual team there. So, um, in each division, in in so up until the end of the week. End of the week is October fifth. Both of the AL and NLDS games will have their first two games decided. Um, by the end of October 5th. Yeah, that's exactly right. I had to double-check myself. So, tonight, today, we've got two teams that are almost polar opposites of each other um, as far as when you look at them. Starting pitching for the Brewers, uh, they're not nearly as good. They're not nearly as dominant. Um, they, they don't have that one guy. They don't have that one thing that you sit there and you look at and you go, oh, my gosh, that guy's going to destroy it today. He's not – you know, there's no one on uh, on Milwaukee that you look at and you just go, oh, my gosh, that guy's going to strike out like 30 people today. There's no one on that. Um, there, there, there's really not, and that's what's unfortunate about for uh, the Brewers there. And then when you look at the Washington Nationals, they've got two dudes that could strike out 30 any night. And they've got two, they've got one guy who could be an ace on, you could put him on any staff anywhere, even in Houston. And I'm pretty sure uh, Max Scherzer would be the guy. He would be the ace. I know you got Justin Verlander down there. I know you got Garrett Cole down there. You got some really good, talented pitchers down in Houston. But man, let me tell you, if you gave Max Scherzer that pitching coach and that staff behind him, that bullpen, that offense with it, oh, he'd be really hard to beat. Oh, he might go undefeated. He's he would be that good. Um, 
so as we continue in with our baseball talk on wild card, um, we look at the lineups for both sides. And, and without Christian Yelich, there's not really that dude. There's not that guy for Milwaukee. And, you know, that's what makes Milwaukee really dangerous in these kind of playoff situations is they don't have that guy that you sit there and you go, he's going to he's gonna take over this series. He's going to be impossible, impossible to get out. They just don't have that guy. Now, they've played really, really good baseball up until, until this point. But, again, it's they don't just have – they don't have one guy. Like, you think about when um, – Say, you know, even last year, think about when Boston won it. Um, it was Mookie Betts or J.D. Martinez. Pick your poison, which one you want to beat. The Brewers don't really have someone like that. They don't really have anybody that they're going to sit back and they're going to go, oh my gosh, that guy is so good. We, we, we just can't get him out. He's impossible. When you think about 2012, and this is the best example that I have of this, think back in 2012, this is going to be the San Francisco Giants beating the Texas Rangers. Listen, San Francisco was the most frustrating team to watch that year. You know, as a Cardinals fan, I was expecting a repeat um, because they were still that good. And the Giants, man, the Giants were just so fundamentally sound. They were hard to beat, and that's what the Brewers are. Um, Now, Washington has that dude. They have an Anthony Rendon that they can just, you know, if there's someone on base, that pitcher – He's clenching his butt a little bit. He's gripping the ball a little tighter. You know, he's sweating a little more. You're not really getting that from anybody on the Brewers. But the thing with the Brewers is they're easy to overlook at this point. They've had an easy schedule coming into the playoffs. The easier schedule in baseball uh, for the contenders going into the playoffs. And listen, having confidence like that, man, there's nothing like it. You can't simulate that in baseball, having confidence. And that's what the Brewers will have. And so I, I, I think I'm, I'm talking to myself. Uh, you know, I, I recorded this a minute ago and realized that my mic wasn't working. A minute ago, I talked myself into the Washington Nationals winning like a 9-7 game. And I still think I might stick with that. But, man, let me it's, it, it This series is just hard to pick because, or this game is just going to be really hard to pick because both teams are almost polar opposite, but they're good at the polar opposite of what they do. Like with uh, Washington's starting starting lineup as far or uh, starting pitching is really good. I mean, in this game, they're going to start Max Scherzer, and then if he gets in trouble and they have to take him out of the game, you want to know who's coming in for him? Steven Strasburg. Goodness gracious, good luck with that. That's going to be the best pitcher coming out of the bullpen all year for uh, for Washington. They're just awful, awful in the bullpen. Now, you go look at the Milwaukee Brewers, their bullpen's amazing. So if they have to go to the bullpen early in the game, you know, third or fourth inning, or if they can wait, if they can wait out till the fifth inning, man, the Brewers would be happy. Because their their bullpen is good. You don't get that with Washington. Their bullpen's not nearly as good. Now they were good enough to get them to the to the wild card game. We'll see how far that takes them. So as we go into tomorrow night, um, so tonight's game on TBS at seven o'clock. It is the Brewers at Washington. So I think I'm going to stick with Washington. I think I talked myself back into Washington with their starting lineup, um, with their starting pitching. Sorry. Um, 
they're they're just going to be really hard to beat. Um, it, it's really hard to beat Matt Scherzer, especially if he comes into this game and he is on. Ooh, you can just go ahead and kiss it goodbye. That, you're you're not winning that game. Um, but I could definitely see a score of something like nine seven in this game. I could see something along the lines of uh, you know five four. I don't really see it being like a three two or a one nothing game or a two one game. I don't see it low scoring. I see this one having some fireworks with it. That stadium is too nice and too home run friendly for it to be uh, to be um, uh, a pitcher a pitcher's duel all night. Now, with that said. In the playoffs, the better pitching team wins. So as we go into Thursday night and you want to find out who the better pitching team is, you're not going to find it because the Tampa Bay Rays don't have the better pitcher in this matchup anymore. And both of these teams are perfectly even, in my opinion. Both teams one game apart from each other. Um, Oakland played some really good baseball. They beat the Cardinals a couple times, and that was a little frustrating as a Cardinals fan watching those games. But there's one known player, and I only know him because he played for St. Louis, and his name is Steven Piscotty. I know, it's really fun to say Steven Piscotty, Steven Piscotty. Say it five times fast, and I guarantee you'll mess up. Most of you just tried it, and that's hilarious. Um, but anyway, back to this game is I don't really know a whole lot about either team. I just know from these two teams, one team, if they had their entire collection of pitching in Tampa Bay, I think would just run away with this game if they had it. But both teams are pretty similar, and they're kind of the same way the uh, Milwaukee Brewers are. They don't just have that one dude. They don't have that one player. They don't have that one thing that you have to sit there as the other team and you go, how are we going to stop this? Cause he's an unstoppable force. You don't really have that in this series and, or in this game. So it's going to be interesting to see because both teams, in my opinion, are basically a mirror of each other. One team just happened to have more wins than the other. So I could definitely see this game going into being something like a, a, a lower scoring game, not something like one, nothing or two, one. I could see like a four, three, a three, four game. Um, uh, sorry, a 3-2 or a 4-3 game. I definitely could see something like that. Um, I can see a lot of defense being used in this game, a lot of, you know, real tight calls, real tight things going on. Because, listen, even those umpires, I mean, they're not perfect. Um, but let me tell you guys, it, it's hard being an umpire, especially when you know your job might be being uh, taken away by, you know, auto strikes which I don't think people really want. I, I, I can tell you I don't want them. I kind of like having the parody and, you know, well, this umpire calls it this way, and, you know, your catcher is smart enough to frame some things to make them look. You know, I'm all for that kind of human element of strategy, and that's why I really, really like baseball. Um, but in this matchup, there's not going to be a lot that I'm going to be able to tell you um, for either team because I really don't know a whole lot of either um, of either of these two teams. Uh, but as we get into the NL and AL uh, division series, um, the St. Louis Cardinals will be playing at Atlanta for at least, I believe, two games. I think it's a 2-1-2 situation. No, it's a 2-2-1 situation. Um, so, yeah, that's right. It's 2-2-1 because it's not a seven-game series. It's a five-game series. Um, so the first two games are going to be in, the, in Atlanta. So the... the I really want to pick Atlanta. I really, really like Atlanta. But what helps the Cardinals in this situation is that they have playoff experience on their roster. They have a lot of it. 
Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, um, Carlos Martinez. I mean, I, I don't have the entire roster in front of me. But listen, the Cardinals have playoff experience. There's not a whole bunch on the Atlanta Braves. So there are a bunch of young guys who've never been there, don't know really what to expect out of playoff series. And when they figure it out, they're going to get tight. It's going to get real it's going to get real serious for them real quick. So it's how are they going to respond to it? And that's why I can't pick the Cardinals just say, "Oh yeah, the Cardinals can win." Now, do I think the Braves have have a better team? No, I don't think they have a better team. I just think they've had a better year as a collection as a team. I mean, they won six more games than the Cardinals. That's not a mistake. But I I think the Cardinals can steal one. Um, and if and, and that's all they really need to do. If they can steal game one or game two um, and head back to St. Louis and win the two games there, listen, that's a three-game win or that's a four-game win. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to go back. You don't have to do anything um, with Atlanta after you're, you know, it, all they need to do is still one. And that's it. Um, but as far as the two games that are this week, um, I think I'll go ahead and take St. Louis in whichever game uh, Jack Flattery pitches. I'm going to take him to win that game. Uh, whoever pitches the next game, it might be Adam Wainwright. It might be someone like, no, actually, I think I'm going to pick the game that Adam Wainwright pitches. I've been really critical of Adam Wainwright this year, and I think I'm going to pick him to win the first game in the playoffs here for St. Louis. Um, Paul Goldschmidt, I think he's going to get his first taste of it as well, playoff baseball, and I think he's going to get a real good taste of it when it's played in a really, really good baseball city. Listen, I love Atlanta. The Braves have good history, um, recent history in baseball, but listen, it's not the Cardinals. Man, there's there's just something in playing in front of St. Louis. I would love to go to a playoff game in St. Louis. I've seen plenty. I've heard plenty about it. I've been to multiple games in St. Louis. There's nothing like it, guys. It's It's amazing. It's an amazing atmosphere. Um, so if you ever get the chance to go up to St. Louis, hit me up on Twitter at Jake major 25. Let me know you're there and say, Hey, Hey, I heard you talking about it. Hey, this is awesome because that's exactly what it is. Cause everybody pays attention to the game. Everybody knows everything about the game. Everybody knows every player. So, um, I expect St. Louis to steal one in Atlanta going to, um, I pick the nationals to win against the brewers. Uh, they have to play Los Angeles this week in Los Angeles for two games. And listen, they're, neither of these two teams are going to beat Los Angeles. This might be a three-game sweep. Los Angeles is that good. I'm just telling you all that now. Um, if they lose a game, it's probably going to be a Clayton Kershaw pitch game because Clayton Kershaw is a terrible playoff pitcher. We'll, we'll just go with that. It's just awful. Once he gets past the first rotation of players, he's just bad. He's just a bad playoff pitcher. There's no other way to put it. Um, but I'm going to take uh, the Dodgers in a clean sweep there. Um, Milwaukee, or not Milwaukee, I'm sorry. Minnesota goes to New York for the first two games. And let me tell you guys something. This is going to be a series. If you're a pitcher, you better bring your freaking A game because both these teams are going to hit giant home runs out of, the, out of Yankees Park. Um, and if you don't have your A game, you're giving up a home run. You're not giving up singles. You're not giving up doubles. You're giving up home runs because both these teams led the man. Both these teams were one and two in Major League Baseball in home runs this year. Both teams broke last year's you know top team record. Both these teams hit the ball forever. 
away. And what makes this series really difficult to pick is uh, Minnesota is really is the best team in baseball on the road. The Yankees are one of the best teams at home. So one of the two things there are going to have to break. Um, and then when you look at their um, Minnesota at home and Yankees on the road, it's almost the identical record. Um, they're they're pretty even on this front. So I think again, this is going to be a, a series where it is an absolute mirror of each other. And I think both these teams are going to hit a whole bunch of home runs. If you like home runs and high scoring baseball games, this is the series for you. Uh, and then for our last, our very very last series, um, I I think I said I I'm going to go ahead and take the A's over the Rays. And they have to go play Houston in a clean sweep because Houston's pitching staff is just stupid good. They got two guys in the top everything, uh, top top five in everything in all pitching categories. They have the number two save guy. They have the number one strikeout guy. They have the number two strikeout guy. They have one of the top. Um, they have the best American, the best two American League um, ERAs. Their third guy is not terrible, but I mean. Listen, he's still better than whatever the the A's are going to put out there. So listen, it's the Astros are going to dominate in the playoffs. Pitching wins your World Series, guys. I'm just telling you that right now, and Houston's got plenty of it. Um, so there you have it. Um, I've got in my National League uh, championship series, I've got the Dodgers and St. Louis playing each other, and um, in the uh, American League championship. I don't know yet. I don't know who I want to pick for uh, Minnesota and, and and the Yankees. I'll I'll let you guys know probably on Monday. No, I'll let you know on Friday. I want to see how these first couple games go because uh, I have no beat on who's going to win that win that series because they're mirror teams. Um, I think the Yankees might do it a little better as far as hitting overall. So I th- there there you have it. I'm going to take the Yankees. So the Yankees and Astros in the championship series. So. Uh, this has been the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio. I'm just going to tell you guys now, if you do not have the Crossover Radio sports app or the Crossover Radio app, I'm just going to tell you guys listening in on the podcast station, man, if I just stopped putting it on the uh, on Anchor for them to go ahead and broadcast it out everywhere, you guys are going to be hard out of luck, you know, listening to my show. I put out great content. Hey, if you like my content, you should hear some of the other guys. We just released a new show. Um, it's called Inside the Coach's Box with Zach Meineke. Um, and, and he's a former coach for, uh, PCO, um, uh, Putnam city original high school here in Oklahoma city. And listen, he's got a lot of great things. I do, I do uh, pre halftime and post game shows with him. Um, every Friday night, he's a great guy to talk to, watches a lot of film. Uh, he, he's a real sharp mind. So guys download the crossover radio app, download the crossover radio sports app. Listen to all the great shows. Listen, if you can't download, if you can't listen to the app at work because they won't let you, hey, crsports.org. Go listen to us there or type in uh, crossoverradio.org and, and, and listen to it there. We got some great encouraging music. We got some great encouraging shows. So definitely go and download those shows. So, guys, this has uh, been Crossover Radio, Radio with Purpose, and Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with a Purpose. This has been the Major League Podcast. We are. We'll be back after this.
and welcome back. This has been the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio. Sports, sports talk with a purpose. Thanks for listening in. I hope you guys are liking the new format as we transition to our one segment for soccer. Again, I'm just going to let you guys know I'm not the biggest soccer guy, so if uh, anybody listening would like to come in and, you know, help me out here with a soccer segment, kind of, you know, teach me the ins and outs of it, you know, until I get my feet, until I get to be really good here with uh, soccer, hey, I'm all for it. Uh, Anything that makes my show better, anything that's going to make Crossover Radio better, anything that's going to enhance our outreach to people that listen to our radio station and where we can, you know, help people um, be encouraged with some of the sports talk that we have and, you know, if it's something where they need to listen to one of our awesome shows on Crossover Radio, hey, we've got plenty of that as well, too. Um, And uh, I'm just going to let you guys know, we... We're, we're a Christian radio station, so if that outreach ends up helping them, you know, get a relationship with God, hey, great. We can, we can, you know, praise all together and, you know, have a, have a great day hearing something like that. That's not, that, that would be something awesome uh, to listen to. And if you guys uh, also want to hear me on anything else, I do have another podcast that we just started. It's called The Third Degree um, with Jake and Ryan. We do that with our church, uh, West Metro Community Church um, in Yukon. Um, so definitely, uh, if you go to our West Metro Community Church website, you'll uh, start seeing those podcasts upload, um, videos upload on um, on Wednesday. So yeah, definitely give us a listen. Um, give that a listen. It's going to help uh, help new Christians. Um, that that that's a new show that I'm I'm really going to enjoy because um, it's going to help me out as well too. So um, guys, as we transition here uh, from baseball to soccer. I know a lot of you are probably turning it off. You're probably muting. You're probably, you know, saying, it's soccer. Who cares? Actually, quite a people care. Soccer is the most popular sport in the world. And yes, soccer, not football. Soccer. We live in America. We call it soccer. If you got a problem with that, do your own podcast. Or come on my podcast and tell me why it's football instead of soccer and convince me to say football. And I'll start saying football, but it is soccer. So, with that said, um, I'm just going to go over two different leagues here. Um, I'm going to go over the English Premier League, and I'm going to go over the MLS. Um, So, we're actually going to start with the uh, English Premier League. Uh, This is going to be a real short segment because, like I said, I don't have a lot of information on soccer that I'm just going to be able to provide you guys. Um... So it's going to be something you guys are going to have to stick with me until I can get it. You guys are going to have to, you know, just cool your jets for a minute because I'm not one that's going to be super, uh, super smart with the soccer knowledge. So if you, again, if somebody wants to join in on my podcast and help me out with this, I won't complain. Um, I do it on Tuesdays. I record on Monday nights. Uh, show, Show comes on on Tuesdays. So feel free to want to come on and help out. Um, so, yeah, we're going over to our soccer talk. We're actually going to start with uh, Major League Soccer here. Um, and, yes, the background music you're he- hearing is the best thing I could find for anything soccer. So I, if you got a problem with it, you can blame YouTube. Lock my phone real quick. Okay, there we go. All right, so on the Major League Soccer I guess standings here is the best way to put it. Um, I'm going to go over the top five 
on both conferences here and we're going to start over with the east and your number five team is the new york red bulls with a record of 14 six or uh, sorry 14 13 and six draws they've got 48 points um and they have played in 33 matches everybody to this point from what i can see has played 33 matches uh they're the number five team the, the number six team is one point behind them um, and that is Toronto FC. They are 12, 10, and 11. And again, they, they have 47 points. Uh, so your number four team is going to be DC United um, at 13, 10, and 10, uh, 49 points. You've got uh, Philadelphia at 16, 10, and 7 with 55 points. Uh, Atlanta United is number two with 17, 12, and 4, 55 points there. And your number one team out of the East is going to be the New York City FC, NYC FC, at uh, 17 wins, 6 losses, and 10 draws at 61 points. And as we head over to the Western Conference side, uh, your number 5 team, who has a little bit of a cushion between uh, 5 and 6, number 6 is Portland at 13, 13, and 7 with 46 points. Your number 5 team is Real Salt Lake uh, at 15, 13, and 5 with 50 points. Uh, the LA Galaxy are number 4 at 16, 14, and 3. They have 51 points there. The Seattle Sounders are 15, 10, and 8 with 53 points. Minnesota is number 2 at 15, 10, and 8, 53 points there. And your number one team in the Western Conference, very nice on the points, by the way, um, is LAFC as they have a 20 as they have 20 wins, four losses and four draw and nine draws, sorry. And they have 69 total points. As we head over to the MLS stats here, it is going to be Carlos Vila, your goals leader at 19. Number 2 is going to be uh Joseph Martinez with 15 goals on the year. Uh then a guy I can't really say his name cuz it is all kinds of Russian. Uh, Latin is what we're just going to call him at number three for the LA Galaxy. He's got 13 goals and tied for fourth, so this is four and five. Uh, Wayne Rudy from DC United, uh, Wayne Rudy and Diego Rossi from LAFC, both with 11 goals. And your top assist guys here. Um, your top assist guy is also going to be Carlos Vila. Um, so he's your top goal getter and he's your top assist guy. So um, he's got eight assists on the year and also tied at number one is Maxim, Max, we're going to call him Max, Max Morales with eight goals as well. Um, number three, and there's three players here. Number three, there might be more, but I'm just not seeing it, is Edward um, Atusta. Uh, with seven, Michael Berrios with seven, and uh, Nicolas uh, Gatian uh, with seven. Uh, each of those teams play on. Uh, so Carlos is with uh, LAFC. Uh, Max is with uh, NYCFC. Um, Edward is with LAFC. Uh, Michael is with FC Dallas, and Nicolas is with Chicago. So there you go. And then your top penalty guys here so these are your yellow cards um is bastion uh schwarzensteiger uh with nine yellow cards uh number two is franco escobar with eight then diego chara with seven 
Leonardo Bertone with seven also. And then you're uh, rounding out your top five. You have plenty of players with six. And then your red cards leaders is Alejandro Romero with two and then a whole bunch of people with one. So there you guys go. There's your uh, MLS update. Um, and, and that's going to be just about all I can give you with soccer. I don't watch enough of, of it to be able to give you more. Um, but your standings here for the, uh, the English, England Premier League is going to be West Ham. 3-1-3. Um, three, and three. Um, West Ham at 3-1-3. Three, three. Arsenal at number four with 3-1-3. Three, three. Uh, so same thing, 12 points for each of them. Uh, Leicester City at 4-1-2 with 14 points. Uh, Manchester City at 5-1-1 with 16 points. And Liverpool is your number one club uh, with a record of 7 and oh, and they have 21 points there. So there's your Premier League uh, winners. Your number six team is... Uh, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham, uh, who is 3-2-2 two two with 11 points. Uh, Chelsea has 11 points. Uh, Bournemouth has 11 points. And Crystal Place also has 11 points. So as we head over to the statistical leaders, go to stats, go to stats. There we go. Um, it's Sergio... Um, Aguero uh, with eight goals leading, and then your assist guy is Kevin De Bruni um, with eight assists. Uh, your yellow card leaders is Luca Milot. We're just gonna call him Luca with Crystal Place uh, with five yellow cards, and your red card leader. Um, there are a whole bunch of people at one. That's all I'm going to really say on them. Uh, so there you go. There's your soccer update. Like I said, I don't have a lot of information on soccer. So if there is somebody out there that pays attention to a lot of soccer, specifically the Premier League and specifically MLS, um, if you guys definitely want to find a way and have an outlet to talk soccer, hey, I've got a segment every Tuesday, a 15-minute segment that you guys are more than welcome to come on and talk uh, uh, soccer for 15 minutes with me. And, hey, well, I, I have no problem adding people to the show. More outreach equals more listeners. And, you know, that's that's what we're here for. You know, listeners kind of dictate how my job does here on uh, Crossover Radio Sports. So uh, thanks for listening, uh, guys. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back with Track Day Tuesday. Um, so this is going to be a segment where I talk about a specific story out of the track and field world or a specific story in cross country so guys hey thanks for listening in this has been crossover radio sports this has been the major league podcast we'll be back after this Welcome back here to Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with a Purpose. Hey, thanks for listening to today's uh, show, guys. It's the last episode of Season 10. My, se- my seasons will only go 10 episodes long. I won't go any longer. Won't do it. Can't do it, Cotton. Given her all she's gold, 10 episodes is fine per season. So this has been the start of something great here on Crossover Radio Sports. It's been 
And so this last segment on Tuesdays, I'm going to always end uh, the show on kind of a fun little thing. So today is a track day Tuesday. This is where I pick a story out of the track and field realm or out of the cross country realm. And we talk about that and uh, we kind of go over it. And, you know, it, I, I think it's going to be something that you guys enjoy and it's going to help you all kind of get into the track world. It's going to be really, um, it, it, it's, I, I think you guys are really going to like this one. So, um, There we go. Phone volume is down. So here we go. Um, so there was a story today out of track and field, and this story really, really bothers me um, because it actually involves one of the uh, best coaches in track and field, and I, I just got a hard time. I, I just I, I got a problem with this story because I hate hearing stuff like this. I hate hearing stuff. Um, really stories like this. So um, I'm just going to read the article here to you guys. Um, just uh, know this is about Alberto Salazar, um, who is a distance coach for Nike's Oregon Project. Um, he is uh, four years after the United States Anti-Doping Agency, the USADA, began its investigation two years after the agency report uh, was leaked online and two days after uh, Nike Oregon Project athlete Safan Hassan won the 10K gold at the 2019 World Championships, Alberto uh, Salazar's verdict and sentence has been delivered. Starting today, the embattled coach will be banned from his profession for four years. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Brown, the Houston-based uh, long word, uh, endo endocrino endocrinologist who worked with Salazar and his athletes also serve a four-year uh, sanction in a release posted today by the USADA uh, Salazar and Brown were indicted for orchestrate quote orchestrating and facilitating prohibited doping conduct while acting recto, uh, respectively as head coach of Nike Oregon Project NOP as a paid consultant for the NOP on performance enhancing and as a physician for numerous athletes in the NOP. According to the report, two independent panels found that Salazar and Brown possessed and trafficked a banned performance enhancing substance and administered or attempted to administer a prohibited method to multiple athletes. The panel also found that both committed tampering and compliancy violations. Specifically, the panel uh, determined Salazar committed the following violations. One, administration of a prohibited method with respect to an infusion in excess of the apl um, apl ap applicable limit. Two, tampering and or attempt tampering with NOP athletes doping uh, controlled control process and Three, trafficking and or attempt trafficking of testosterone. Uh, quote, the athletes in this case found the courage to speak out and ultimately expose the truth. End quote. Travis, uh, Travis Tigert from the USADA uh, CEO actually um, said, and he also said, while acting in connection with Nike Organ Project, Mr. Salazar and Dr. Brown demonstrated that winning was more important than the health and well-being of the athletes they were sworn to protect, 
In response, Coach Salazar released the following statement. I am shocked by the outcome today. Throughout this six-year investigation, my athletes and I have endured unjust, unethical, and highly damaging treatment from the USADA. This is demonstrated by the misleading statement by uh, Travis Tigert stating that we put winning ahead of an athlete's safety. This is completely false and contrary to the findings of the arbitrators who even wrote about the care I took in complying with the World Anti-Doping Code. The panel notes that the respondent does not appear to have been motivated by any bad intentions to commit the violation the panel found. In fact, the panel was struck by the amount of care generally taken by a respondent to ensure that whatever new technique or method or substance he was going to try was lawful under the World Anti-Doping Code with USA's DS witness characterizing him as the coach they heard from most the respect, uh, with the most respect to trying to endure that he was complying with his obligations. End quote. That's what he received. Um, And he continues to say, I have always ensured uh, the World Anti-Doping Agency's code. Uh, I have always ensured the uh, WADA, World Anti-Doping Association's code, is strictly followed. The Oregon Project has never and will never permit doping. I will appeal and look forward to this unfair, protracted process reaching the conclusion. I know to be true. I will not be commenting further at this time. Uh, Salazar has the option to appeal the uh, panel's finding in the Court of Arbor. Arboration for sports. Uh, News of Salazar's questionable pharmaceutical practices first emerged in 2015 with David Epstein, uh, with a when David Epstein published an article on Probe uh, Publica containing statements from Steve Magnus, Kara Gucher, that implied and Kara Gucher that implied uh, Salazar quote experimented with testosterone and pressured athletes to use prescription medications they did not need. To gain a performance benefit, end quote. Then leaked the USADA re- uh, report emerged. In February of 2017, the London Times wrote that it had seen documents that showed Salazar, quote, abused prescription medication uh, medicines and used prohibited drugs, drug infusions to boost testosterone levels, end quote. Two months later, the New York Times published an explosive expose, uh, expose that uh, further detailed the contents of the document, including the testimony of athletes involved in Salazar's studies. Dathan uh, uh, Ritzenhain and Tara Welling. Also in May of 2017, flow track reporter Dennis Young obtained what appeared to be an interim version of the leak, leaked USADA uh, report cited by the US uh, by the Times of London and the New York Times. You can read document on FlowTrack. They have a link for it. If you have it, if you want it, I can definitely find a way to get it to you. Um, In addition to previously reported information about L-cartine infusions, the documents contain uh, speculation that Salazar rubbed testosterone into Galen Galen Rupp during athletic massages. Reports from two separate interviews with Salazar one in which he appeared to admit to testosterone use in his running career and another in which he denies it. Emails showing the team used supplements later believed to increase cancer risk. And then the last point here, uh, why USA 
the USADA believed infusions received by Rupp, Ritzenheim, Magnus, and more violated anti-doping rules. Over the past decade, Salazar has helped produce some of the most successful distance athletes in the world, including current Nike Oregon Project members, Hassan, Rupp, Shannon, plenty of guys that are that are awesome. Former members include Matthew Centrowitz, uh, Mo Farah, Mary Kane, uh, a lot of guys that all, some of you guys may know. Um, the Nike Oregon Project entered seven athletes at this year's World Champions, the men's 800 final, which included team in member uh, Clayton Murphy and Dayton uh, Brazier will be contested tomorrow. This report is still ongoing, and details will be added as FlowTrack receives them. That is who I'm using to read this. And guys, this is disheartening because this is the be- this is the standard in coaching right now for track and field, and especially if you're a distance runner um, or a, or a guy like myself that wants to get into track and field coaching. This is very disheartening, seeing that the top end, high end coach might be cheating and might be doing it at a very you know kind of really detrimental way for track and field because a lot of it was just mainly well it's the 102 meter 100 and 200 meter guys that are cheating and it's blindfully obvious i mean this to sit there and try and tell me that the 100 and 200 meter uh sprinters aren't doping is you you can't convince you can't convince me they're not now whether the supplements and things that they're doing you know, or caught, you know, I mean, they're all innocent until proven guilty. So, um, it'll be interesting to see the results of this case. Um, this was actually a guy I kind of want to model my, uh, if I ever got into coaching, I would have modeled my career after, um, kind of my philosophy and everything. Um, so it, it's really disheartening to see that. And it's, it, it's, it hurts the sport of track and field when you see distance runners getting involved in this kind of stuff. I mean, it's different if it's a sprinter because everybody kind of expects the sprinter, oh, yeah, look at that, he used steroids. You don't really expect it out of the distance runners. Um, and with especially, as I know, as tight of a knit that the uh, distance runner, uh, distance running group is, it, I'm just really disappointed in this um, as a former distance runner myself. So, um, guys, that was track day Tuesday. This was really going to be the most disheartening thing here. Um, that I talk about today. Um, it, it is disheartening in my mind um, to hear that there are track coaches out there that still think that they can try and sneak around and get ahead of the USADA or get ahead of the World Anti-Doping Agency. And listen, guys, you're, you're going to get caught. I mean, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't even pretend that you want to, you know, act like you want to do it. It's it's not worth your career. It's not worth four years of missing a paycheck from a profession that you're dominant at. Listen, if Bill Belichick were get, to get a four-year ban, listen, he, he would be finding a way to be coaching in the XFL. He'd be coaching in the CFL. Heck, he even might come down to, for a four-year stint to coach college. I don't know, but listen, if he were to not coach for four years, he might lose his mind. All righty, guys. Well, we have hit the end of the show. And I just want to say thanks for listening in. If you're listening on any of the podcast networks, hey, go download the Crossover Radio Sports app. CR Sports. Just go to your app store, go to uh, the, the iTunes store, or whatever it's called for Apple. If you've got an Android device, just go to the Google Play Store, type in CR Sports, hit the enter button, CR Space Sports. 
hey, it'll be the first thing that pops up. And I'm just telling you guys, this show was the greatest show of the world. I made it the greatest show in the world to start out. Spitting hot fire, had no organization, just talked about whatever we want, whenever we wanted. Listen, I've made the greatest show in the world better. So the greatest show in the world that you were listening to was a tribute. So continue listening to the Major League Podcast as we grow this podcast with your viewership and with your with your help. We will grow this show into something that is absolutely the best show in the world and it will not be a tribute to anything else because it will be the greatest show in the world because you guys will dictate that um, you guys the listeners you guys and gals that are the listeners so thank you everybody for listening in to the major league podcast here on crossover radio sports sports with a purpose and again this is the champion of shows and this was not a tribute to any other show So, guys, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Remember, 2019 is still going on. Don't be the reason that you ruined somebody's 2019. Drive safe. Make smart decisions. And enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. I will see you guys tomorrow morning here on the Major League Podcast.